You are about to experience Vegas bad boys of podcasting. Fortunately, you are about to hear lots of opinions. But, uh, rarely any facts. Impersonation might occur. But, uh, good luck trying to figure them out. This program is not intended for kids or the easily offended. Listener discretion is advised. You have been warned. You press play. It's too late to stop. Get ready to podcast. Welcome to another edition of Big Bad Boys, the podcasting on DJ Impact. We got Sin City, Steve, and Simon Street. That's right, no Matt Michaels tonight. He uh, he decided that uh, he wanted to uh, ditch class today. Uh, you know, so. Uh, yeah. uh, he, he's on a special assignment. He's, yeah. That's right, he's on a special Come assignment. On. Proud representative of Vegas, uh, you know, Vegas Bad Boys, the podcasting at FSW. Yep, Future Stars or Wrestling had an event going on. Uh, here in Vegas, and he's actually uh, at that show. So uh, we will catch him probably the following week. But we're here. Welcome to the show. If you're watching us live, as always, throw your comments in the uh, box, and we'll try to get it in as we see fit. We're always 8 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, YouTube Live, Facebook Live, and Twitch. Uh, you can always join us then. Um, yeah. And that's the story with that. So let's get started with our four-way stop. Let's do it right now. All right. Sin City Steve, another great week of wrestling. Tell me, what was your highlights for the week? All right. So let's just get it started uh, with the thing that seemingly everybody's been talking about. CM Punk opened Dynamite with a promo that made headlines all around the world of pro wrestling. The first time the AEW world champion cut a promo since his absence and proceeded to go into business for himself, according to Dave Meltzer. Uh, Punk called out Hangman Page, which was not scripted. Page did not come to the ring, accordingly, because it was not scripted. Punk proceeded to call Hangman Page a coward and recommend that he take some very pointed advice from a veteran. Um, Obviously, all this stuff stems back from Hangman Page's promo uh, when they were leading up to uh, their championship match uh, at at that one show here in Vegas. Yeah, Ah. Double or Nothing. Oh, okay. That's right. Um, So, yeah, ultimately, it's, it's one of those very interesting situations, and the line has begun to blur (laughs) I am all for it. Uh, A lot of people are making up stories thinking that they're, you know, they have the backstage scoop saying punk hates everybody backstage. Some people are saying it's just fine. I love it. Uh, Elsewhere on that same show, Kenny Omega has returned to the surprise of absolutely no one. (laughs) Kenny Omega has a partner versus Andrade, Roosh, and Dragon Lee. Uh, the storyline is that Omega is, uh, he's rushed coming back, but according to reports, that is just storyline and Omega is 100%. Evidently, he will probably be shedding some gear. Um, so obviously he had a shoulder brace, he had a, you know, an entire compression top. Mm-hmm. Um, so as the tournament goes on, he's going to get out of that. 
And um, yeah, that was in a hell of a match. And speaking of hell of a match or hell of wrestling or whatever, however you want to phrase it, yeah, I'm not going to go into detail, but thank God WWE is back as a wrestling promotion again. <laughs> well, with that, Simon Street, what do you have for the week? As usual, I swear, me and Sin City, we two are the same because for my four-way stop, yeah, definitely CM Punk. If y'all forgot, I'm going to add a couple things, just in case you weren't watching, that I found to be highlight. Pearls of pipe bomb wisdom was being dropped. Such as things as, uh, you're not the only John I'm going to beat in Chicago, and you're not even there. Or that you're not even the third best guy in your group, and you seem to have a habit of doing that. Shots, shots, shots. Then they play your boy John Moxley coming out. He says, I'm not done yet. Punk begins to do, is it Snow Angels or Snow Ring Angels. Angels? Is this Ring Snow Angels? I don't know. He was doing that shit. Total disrespect. Love the build up on it. Moxie got out. He was kind of dropping some shit too, a little bit, little bit. Mm-hmm. Talking about these titles don't mean shit. I thought it was cool. But other than that, man, Raw, Drew McIntyre, Kevin Owens, sheer delight. Oh my gosh. Love uh, what KO's bringing to the stage. Uh, this week, everybody's lighting fire into Drew McIntyre's ass. Everybody is tick tock, tick tock. Speaking of which, uh, you know, uh, really appreciate what's happening with uh, Karrion Cross leaning these small little loots in there talking about you were the chosen one. That promo that was on SmackDown was fire as well, on point. Uh, NXT 2.0 Heatwave, Tony D'Angelo defeats Santos Escobar. What? And did you see? how one of the, the members, I forget which one it was because I was already on top of my, my, my tippy toes. They were using that, that rubber crowbar for a second. I thought somebody was going to get hit in the face real hard, and it actually did happen. And then last but not least, uh, Toxic Attraction on SmackDown. Pretty freaking awesome. Pretty freaking awesome. So it's just some standouts yeah. as far as what I was, lit, you know, my four-way stop. No doubt, man. Good stuff. Good stuff. Um, boy, so I won't go too much into it, but I I always highlight what was the highlight of my uh, of the show for me of uh, this week, and definitely it, it was the KO and Drew McIntyre. That confrontation was absolutely on fire. Uh, of course, saying Drew saying I have I have a back injury because I've been <laughs> carrying the load of this company on my back. Woo, man. Okay. I, uh, I like that. Um, but other just uh, great moments that yeah, that I have to call out um, for Impact. They've done doing great stuff as always. They had a six-way elimination uh, match for the number one contenders match. And without going through all the different names, Eddie Edwards ended up being the one who's going to fight Josh Alexander for the title. I think that's going to be great. Uh Boy, I love Josh Alexander, but, you know, this could be a good thing if Eddie Edwards probably gets this title to to be a part of Honor No More. This could be huge for the group. Uh, I'm not sure they're ready to pull that lever, but we'll see what happens. They also had another four-way match that they had with Black Tarus, Loretto Kid, this guy, man, uh, Ray Horace and Trey Miguel, another great match to, to, uh, to call out on air couple of things that was great and funny also on Raw. We had the photo of Ezekiel's family members. <laughs> I had to get a good live of that. Uh, hey, another person jumping over the barriers. 
uh, getting beat down. I'm loving that. And and of course, they did another mm-hmm. thing in the in the background as Drew was walking. Somehow, a trash can is being extinguished. You know what's going on in the back. Um, so I'm liking everything that I see there. Um, you mentioned the uh, Tony D'Angelo match. That was also great. But also shout out, hey, Giovanni, uh, Giovanni Vinci, Carmelo Hayes. Great match as well. Um, Giovanni, I'm telling you, man, he, the moves he was doing with hopping off the top rope onto the other rope, it's just, whoa. <laughs> uh, guy yeah. is on fire. I'm liking everything about what I'm seeing uh, with his character on that. So I'll stop that right there. Um, all right. Let's get into our two sweet for the week. All right, Simon Street, I'll start you with this one, man. What was your two sweet for the week? Man, my two sweet for the week both come from uh, AEW. Boy, uh, AEW Dynamite. Man, that best out of two out of three falls match with Brian Danielson and Daniel Garcia, which surprisingly enough, I thought about that for a second. And I'm sure other people have because I'm not the most intelligent person in the world. But I was like, man, if they formed a, a tag team, it would be Brian Daniel. I don't know anybody else saw that. But anyway, it's a great match nonetheless. It was really, really good from start to finish. Uh, I'm going to tell you what. Man, Daniel Garcia is looking like a million bucks, and it all based off of what Brian Danielson was. So, man, shout out to uh, Brian for making this kid look like a million bucks, elevating him to the highest level. Mm-hmm. Uh, second thing comes from that AEW Trios title tournament quarterfinal. A qu- a quarterfinal. I can't even see right. It was such a great-ass match. The Elite versus La Fashion in Nobre. I'm just saying that because I'm going to put it out here, and I'll preface this a little bit later in the in, in the next segment. Uh, wow. Luchadores in their splash zone. That's all I got to say. But outside of that, match was good. It was fire from start to finish. Uh, you know, Kenny Omega is Kenny Omega. Uh, even even his half-ass one-winged angel. He is just good <laughs> with uh, all types of it. It was a half-ass one-winged angel. I'm just going to be real with you. He still made it look good, him and the Bucks. Uh, you know, I like it. I'm feeling it. And, and those were pretty much my two sweet for the week. I mean, come on. You got Kenny Omega? Man, what else more do you want? No doubt. No doubt. Oh, yeah. All right. What you got, Sin City? All right. So for me, uh, I'm obviously uh, the thing that it's really easy for me to sit here and just say, Oh yeah, well, I agree with everything that, that Simon just said. Yeah. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to take it into a completely different direction <laughs> and say, uh, the Seamus madcap, happy Corbin ricochet, Sami Zayn, five way match from SmackDown was just absolute mastery. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. the match went 23 minutes. Uh, it was one of the more entertaining and exciting WWE TV matches that I've seen in quite some time. Um, and the thing that really stood out for me as well to see the crowd be absolutely in love with Sami Zayn as a baby face yeah. was really, really special. Yeah. Um, and you know, based on events that happened elsewhere in the show, I'm just gonna, I'm, I'm going to put it out there again because they're planting the seeds for it. It's going to happen. I said it a couple of weeks ago, Sami Zayn is going to team up with KO and they're going to go after those tag team titles and they're going to take them off the Usos. That's going to be the team to dethrone him. Mm. And uh, I, I can't, I can't wait to see it happen. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the, uh, the, the Chris Jericho pull off by Daniel Garcia after that two out of three falls match, um, basically uh, 
Garcia had to, he passed out to the label lock. So Dan, um, Brian Danielson won the last two falls in that match. And, um, Jericho, who was on commentary, ran down um, and started beating down Brian Danielson. And Daniel Garcia pulled Chris Jericho off of him. And are we seeing dissension in the ranks in the JAS? Uh, or are we just setting up for one big swerve it all out? <laughs> yeah. Swerve. All right. Good stuff there, man. My two sweet for the week. And... Uh, Speedball, Mike Bailey versus Chris Bay. Awesome match right there. You can only imagine if you know the, the speed of these guys and what they're capable of doing, just how awesome that match was to see. I'm going to throw the Braun Breaker and the J.D. McNaughton match in there because I like J.D. And J.D., I like the fact he talks well and, I, and, he, and he handles himself in the ring. Like when, when you see them before they're actually in the ring, and, and you're matching them up, you're going, this is going to be ridiculous. Braun's going to break this dude in half. But when you're watching this match, you know, J.D. was was handling Braun to a point where at some point he even thought maybe there's a possibility J.D. could even pull this out. Good wrestling match between that. Uh, Austin Theory, he's back. Got a chance to see that. Uh, of course, had a match with Dolph Ziggler, which was, uh, which was great there. Uh, shout out to that one. Um, I love the Sami Zayn and Roman Reigns in the back. That was definitely mm -hmm. too sweet for me as, you know, Sami Zayn was just having that moment with the tribal chief. I mean, everything that seemed like it was just going this way, you know. Uh, so awesome segment there because, you know, we see where everything is going to lead with that. We even got a hit row concert. <laughs> Shout out to that. I like that. I think it was definitely uh, different, but uh, I, I I was with it and everything, so I thought that was cool. Um, make sure that I hit all of those. Brian, that, hit row, uh, Sammy. Yep, so that would be my – oh, and last ring, Riddle. I forgot that. Riddle um, was back, and it was great that, you know, Seth thought that he was away from somewhere, and he happened to just be in the back and cause for that entire uh, – that whole fight just to kind of uh, go down uh, with each other. So um, shout out to that as well. All right. Good stuff. WTFs. Let's see. So I don't have a lot of WTFs this week. I was a little, you know, I was a little confused. I didn't know, and my bad, it's just me. I didn't know. I didn't know CM Punk was now, I didn't know he was the heel. <laughs> He's not. Huh? He's not. See, that's what I thought. So I was confused because I'm like, what am I, what was this whole thing, how it started off? And it was interesting that you said out of the internet was going crazy because I didn't know that the internet was under fire under all this because when I'm listening to him saying all this, I'm like, everything he's saying are like, are, are, are just heel turns. I'm like, what's, what did I miss? I thought he was the good guy. I thought we are the, the cheery and we happy to see him. So yeah, that was definitely a WTF because it, it definitely confused everything that I was hearing. And although there was definitely some shots being fired, it was just, it doesn't make sense why they were fired if that's not where he's supposed to be. So that was definitely just a, a, a WTF. Another thing is, 
it, it just seemed like every match, and this is in terms of, of Dynamite, every match that seemed like I was watching seemed like it all ended with, with somebody turning or on someone at the end or someone coming in to fight someone to get involved. Even the last match with the Omega, what was that that happened at the very end? It happened like five seconds before the camera turned off. Someone jumped somebody. It was just, it was just constant every match. It was just almost the same theme going on. There was nothing really uh, different. So I don't know. Uh, those are my definite WTS for this week. But Sin City, man, what did, what did you have? So really quick, yeah, uh, the the angle that ended Dynamite, yeah. um, Andrade and Roosh turned on Dragon Lee. That's what it was. Yes. Yeah. yeah so so it, it, yeah, and I just I don't I don't get it. It was just, it just like seemed like they, it was a lot they, of they they played a video package okay. on Rampage as well that just kind of reaffirmed it. But okay. Yeah. The, they they ran low. The, the the show ran long, and yeah, they were they missed their time cues by like two minutes. Mm. Okay. Gotcha. So. Um, but yeah, elsewhere in what the fuck, Zach Clayton, <laughs> what the fuck, uh, absolute waste of a spot. Uh, there are way too many deserving people on the roster to get some TV time. You know, I don't care if hook is going to squash them in 30 seconds. Um, the AEW roster is bloated as is they shouldn't be bringing in people for just spots. Uh, or right. you know, people to take in space and valuable TV minutes from someone that deserves it. Um, and you know, that's hopefully not meant to be a, a slight on Zach Clayton individually. He, you know, he was presented with this as a, as a job opportunity. So sure, he's going to jump on that. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, it, come on, guys, what the fuck? Yeah. Um, across the board, though, AEW Rampage doesn't feel like a must see show every week. Uh, the viewership is lower than it ever has been, and it just feels like an afterthought. Mm -hmm. uh, they could easily build storylines on Dynamite to have them resolve on Rampage instead of the other way around. Um, Dynamite is the A show, and unfortunately, Rampage sometimes feels like the C show. Mm. Um, nothing of consequence seems to happen on that show on Fridays anymore. It's ridiculous. Um, also... What the fuck was WWE thinking when they let Keith Lee go? <laughs> all, all that I'm going to say is yeah. he reaffirmed that shit this week. Um, sure did. When he was in there on Rampage against Private Party, um, you know, teaming up, obviously, swerving our glory. Dude, they have something for a very, very long time if they treat him right. Yeah. And it, yeah, it's insane. You know, I have a um I have a whole kind of theory about those who had an opportunity to have their contract re-signed with WWE and they decided to not take it to go to AEW. I th I think they should be treated different if an opportunity for them to come back to WWE then for those that were let go, and they, of course, went to AEW. Because, listen, bottom line, we know you need jobs, right? So we don't, when you let go, you're just not going to be like, well, I'm just going to sit and wait and hope I get some call back. So I, I get that. And, and so for both Swerve and Keith Lee, I hope at some point, <laughs> I, I'm just being honest for myself, make it back over to WWE. I don't necessarily feel that same way for, like, Adam Cole, though. 
Uh, as much as a fan I am for him, he had an opportunity to stay, and he didn't want to. Um, would I bring him back? Well, as a business decision, I would, but he wouldn't be up under the same terms or even be presented with the same amount of money or value that I would have gave him if he would have stayed because he could have stayed. Um, I don't know. Those are just my thoughts uh, on that. And I could just be way off, uh, but it is. It the just, only thing that I would say with that impact okay. is they wanted to change absolutely everything about Adam Cole's presentation. They wanted him to, to cut yep. his hair. They mm -hmm. didn't want him to be an in-ring participant. They didn't want him to, to wrestle straight up. Mm -hmm. So they wanted him to be a, a manager. No, but at the very same, much like they're doing with Max Dupree. I get that, but why not look at it long long term, right? I mean, he's still young. It's not like he was going to be in that role or in that position for a long time. It would have been something different for that now. But under Whoa. under previous ownership, under, under under previous leadership, I mean, he he Adam Cole was undersized. He. You know, he mm -hmm. was everything that Vince didn't want in a main roster mm -hmm. guy. Mm -hmm. And then also, too, also, too, and I'll add mm -hmm. to this. You got to realize Adam Cole was already big before he got to WWE or NXT. Right. So he already had a following. And it wasn't small. Do you get what I'm saying? Right. So to kind of reduce him to literally just like manager for what since he was saying, come on, man. I mean, how would you feel? If somebody say, yo, Impact, we've been doing Vegas Bad Boys podcasting for four years, man. You know, I want you to go ahead and just do a small podcast at an elementary school. Just just, just for 30 minutes so the kids can see you, you, you know. I, no disrespect to the kids, but you get what I'm saying? That'd be a downgrade for them. Well, and and, and I understand, I do understand what you guys are saying in that. I'm just thinking that when you're with the behemoth of a company, sometimes it's a matter of, you know, taking one for the team just so that eventually, look, I put it this way. Um, when you want to be a manager or so for your company, usually sometimes to get to that position, you got to do other positions you don't necessarily care about. You're not looking to be the cashier, although you should learn cashiering. You may be not looking to do receiving, although you probably should know receiving. But people who, who knows cashiering, receiving, uh, who work every department, who knows, you know, returns, who knows, who's now key holders, who's now, now they've gotten themselves into a position where, oh, we can move this guy up into a manager top of the line position. You have to sometimes, I think, just do things you don't want to do in the long term for you to eventually, you know, get to other parts. That's my only thing about that. And I, and I just all think right. maybe it was something he, that he could have just did. We'll see what happens, right, when it, with, with Max Dupree. Because like you say, that's exactly what happened to him. But come on. I mean, we know Max is not going to be in that position forever. Well, know? I can tell you one thing that Max Dupree has that Adam Cole doesn't have, the slight edge on the mic. So at the end of the day, he could play well in the pool as a manager. Mm -hmm. And, you know, and then whenever they're ready to pull that trigger on him for him to go back to in-ring, he got he got, he's great promos. Yeah. And he's a good wrestler. So, I mean, and again, I'm not trying to mix uh, uh, apples to oranges per se. Right. But I'm saying, like, at least Max Dupree can be in that type of situation. No, no doubt, man. No doubt. All right, good stuff. Let me go over to you, Simon. Uh, did, what are your WTFs did you had uh, for this week? I'll make it a little bit short because I jumped in a little bit. Chill, what, what the fuck, pool? Hey, we have um, a, we have some extra time. We don't have Mr. <laughs> Matt Michaels here. Yeah, that's right. That's right. That's right. You're right. You're right. Yeah. Um, kind of get back to it. Luchador splash area. 
I saw like just a little bit of too much of that. <laughs> I I mentioned a little bit earlier with the match that went on with the trios tournament. You had your boy, um, you know, was holding up uh, Omega on outs, and you could tell they were, were were preparing something because they moved the guardrail forward. I don't think that Dragon Lee quite realized that maybe he lost some weight. I don't know, but when he flew, it literally. <laughs> Clothesline, did you met your target? But the problem is that you still kept going, hit like two people. It looked pretty bad at first, but when I watched it back, I was like, shit. Okay, over to the next what the fuck? NXT Heat Wave, <laughs> Santos Escobar, and Tony D'Angelo. Kind of the same thing, right? Uh, a, it was like a Tope Saracito, something like that. Went through, kind of overshot him. Did y'all remember that? It was kind of like uh, like almost the corner around the ring apron, the corner pin. Y'all seen y'all watched the match, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. So I'm just saying. What I mean, I didn't see nothing that oh. was major from it, but I watched it. And I think I know what well, you're talking about. I mean, about, I mean, I'm, well, it wasn't major like what I was explaining earlier. Yeah. On AEW Dynamite, but I'm saying like, man, it made me kind of question: Do I want to be in the front row with with, with, with my fellow luchadors, man? If um, y'all doing shit like that, bro, give give me a whole mattress so I can just <laughs> put in front of my ass and carve a hole. So when you jump through, I got something to brace me. But it was great, great yeah. to watch on TV. The biggest what the f was for me. SmackDown, Liv Morgan, Shotzi. Not because of Shotzi, but Shotzi looked more like a champion than Liv. And I get mm. they were making Liv look like, oh, I got this big target on my arm and yada, yada. And they were basically facilitated that match so that Shayna could come in and do what she did. I get it. But even still, Shotzi in almost every way looked way more of a champion than Liv. And I don't like that. I don't know if that was planned. I don't know what the hell it is. I... I don't know what it is. When I think of Liv, I think of like some food I really want to eat, but it's just every time I taste it, it's missing that one little ingredient. I know it can be great. It's just missing something. And I don't know what it is. She just is not convincing to me. I think the Liv Morgan experiment is done. And, you know, I think so too. Because it's no way that you can now sell, especially as as she's being sold as her arm, that she can be a Shayna. If that happens now, I'm going to become the uh, Sin City of anti-WWE because I'm going to be like, what the hell are you doing? So well, We're all going to have signs saying my intelligence <laughs> has been insulted. Exactly. Yeah. So Le- Legit, though, yeah. I, I think that I think Shayna has to take the title at the Clash of the Castle. Yeah. Have, have Shayna hold the title until Ronda gets cleared, and then you have Shayna Ronda. Yeah. There you go. That's I'm your ready. match. Sign me and up. And then, like, well, like what we've said, the WrestleMania match is going to be Becky versus Ronda. So you can have Becky win the Rumble, have Ronda have her mega run, which it seems like as if they're pushing her a la Stone Cold, by the mm-hmm. way. Mm-hmm. It, I'm getting real Stone Cold vibes from Ronda. And, yeah. that's, and, yeah. and speaking of which, the last WTF I have is speaking of Ronda, dude, all, I mean, I know we've watched wrestling for years and people then went and got into jail you know, I've been sent to jail wherever that and got out by the end of the show. I get it. I get it. But how they presented it was she was released off her own reconnaissance. It wasn't even like 40 minutes after the fact. And I was like, well, I Adam, was like, look, Adam didn't press charges. So of course not <laughs> because they need the ratings. But then, but then Best my question is, 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 is what, what was her own reconnaissance? And it was funny though because all right, all right, all right. I made a I made a comment. I w- and I was joking, but then I thought about it. I was like, "Well, she's a mom, and she may still be like having to feed her child. You know, maybe that was her own reconnaissance. Like, I gotta feed a child. 
if I've done nothing wrong, you can't hold me, book me. And, and trust me, what I said publicly was a little bit more in depth. Mm-hmm. I'm wondering what's the reconnaissance because I'm a black man. If I get arrested, I want some reconnaissance so I could get out in less than an hour because I got <laughs> shit to do. So that was my WTF. Okay, good stuff. Good stuff. All right, let's um, move on to what we are looking out for. Here we go. <laughs> Okay, uh, I'll go on this one. Boy, um, a few things on on NXT. I am definitely look out for the Tiffany Stratton and Wendy Chu match. They really have been building that matchup pretty well, and I'm I'm really excited to see how that one's going to come. Um, I'm not too familiar, my bad fellas. Um, I'm not too familiar with Gallus. Um, I guess they made their their uh, debut in NXT, but they're going sh- uh, straight for uh, Briggs and Jensen's uh, title. So that seemed like that might be interesting. It'd be good for me to see what these guys are about. So I'm I'm looking forward to that. Um, again, for Impact Wrestling, it's now set for Bound for Glory. Now that's Impact's big uh, pay per view. Now it won't be all the way till October. It's a long ways, but now we at least know it's going to be Josh and Eddie Edwards. I talked about it earlier. I think it's going to be a, a great match. Those are really good two competitors. And although I would love for Josh to keep it, I think it could be good for Eddie to grab it and to build more on the honor no more thing, which I think they've been doing a really good thing. Uh, Clash at Clash at the Castle, man. I <laughs> the Roman and 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 Drew match. I mean, the way that Drew has just been uh, having the spotlight with his uh, promos. I mean, it's just it's. It's, it's going to be a great match, despite the fact we know Roman's going to come out on top. It's it's not going to look easy. Oh, uh-oh. I'm getting a look like, oh, is he? <laughs> you know? You know, I tell you this. As, 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 as dope as he looked on Friday night, it was so weird. It did He did look a little weak without his cousins and uh, having this wise man with him. Still, he looked strong. Don't get me wrong. But... We're so used to seeing the crew that when he didn't have a behind him, it was like, oh, man, like something's missing. So I don't know. I'm still going to say, though, Roman's going to pull that out. The last thing, going back to NXT, and I'm sorry I'm dropping around, I'm not too familiar with the super diva Quincy Elliott, but apparently uh, should this be someone I should be excited about? I saw a fan that actually had a sign at the uh, show, and I'm like, kind of they have that sign. Like, they knew that video was going to play or what. But and that's what made me think. Maybe he's someone that I'm not familiar with, that people are familiar. So I'm interested to see where all this is going to go. But I don't know. Sin City Steve, what are you uh, uh, looking out for? So what I'm looking out for is I'm looking out for most of the uh, WWE programming. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, between the stuff that we got this week, just to – you know, look back so that we can look forward. I mean, you had a very solid tag team match, Champa and Miz versus Cedric and Ali. Yep. Uh, you had Drew and KO with a, an amazing promo where they actually they they dropped the dub in the middle of the ring. Did you guys hear that? Yep. They, they did. Said That's wrestling. right. They did. Mm-hmm. They dropped the dub in the ring. I couldn't believe it. Um, then you had you know Styles Lashley U.S. title. I mean, hell, even Ziggler in theory, yep. rolling around doing amateur stuff. Yeah. Like, <laughs> there was a little something for everybody on WWE programming this week. Yeah. I already talked about the five way and how that was amazing. Um, I, 
I I'm really wanting to see, you know, we got a taste of what, of what Hunter values in professional wrestling when he was running NXT. Mm -hmm. Now that he is running the main roster shows. Now I think that we're going to get a load of what he really, you know, envisioned for WWE. And quite honestly, I'm very, very, uh, I'm, 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 looking forward to the shit. Um, mm-hmm. it's, it's going to be a very, very solid, solid slate of matches coming up at clash at the castle and mm-hmm. going forward. Yep. Um, I, I personally think that if they're going to give drew a world championship, win, it's going to be in the UK, it's going to be someplace that they know that they're going to cheer him. And you said it yourself just now, Roman looked very vulnerable. Yeah. He's never, he's never looked vulnerable. It's true. <laughs> and if, if nothing else, have it, have it be somewhere that drew wins both of the titles. And then, you know, you have something where, you know, Heyman comes out and they actually show the, the contract and that the contract was signed for one of the two championships. That's how you can get one championship off of Roman and on to drew um, by a little bit of bait and switch in the contract. I think that that's something that they could easily pull off. And yet again, if we see that happen, you're welcome. WWE. I know. Um, right. And also, um, there was uh, there was a little bit of teasing of buddy Matthews and Julia Hart versus Miro. And who could, who could be Miro's mixed tag team partner? Huh. Right. They were definitely hyping that up. So evidently we are uh, probably going to be getting CJ Perry on AEW programming. Uh, hope she improved. Let's just hope that she got better in the ring. That's all (laughs) I'm going to say. But yeah, and just this is a great time to be a professional wrestling fan. Yeah, Uh, In fact, we were talking about it before the show. Right. I think we're on the cusp and we're about ready to just jump into that into that time period. It's going to be fun. Absolutely. All right, Cyber Street, what are you looking out for, man? Man, what am I looking out for? My goodness, uh, everything that Sin City said. Uh, but I'm going to preface uh, small moments in WWE. And I think that's the difference between the new regime, uh, call it with, if you will, Triple H, uh, you know, and team and company. Uh, it's the little things that count. And, you know, so, small things like Hit Row, you know, doing a little rap battle and things you can do with that. You can send shout out straight up to Max Caster and the Acclaim and really be doing show to show putting in them time, you know, them rap, them rap, uh, let's put it, bars, promos, right? Small things that matter. You know, carrying across, the, the, you know, doing small little things that match up with that that sick-ass promo yet, you know, that, that vignette. You know, small things that matter. Put Adding layers to storylines. Uh, KO, just with Monday night alone, throwing his hat in the, he did it. I don't think a lot of people realize he threw his hat in there. I was watching SmackDown, when KO gonna come through. Now, mind you, side note, when SmackDown went off the air, KO came out, obviously, his boy raised his hand. And you'll get what I'm saying, right? Right? You see the seeds. And that's what, if you watched NXT as much as I watched NXT and Triple H in charge, he is what I call a constant gardener. Not only does he lay the seeds, he puts the right fertilizer and he's constantly watering it. And he knows which crop is going to yield. And he puts it all together and he always includes everybody. I've heard nothing. And, and, and like I say, I am looking out. Just like Sin City C said, more, like way more WWE 
they got me feeling like I was like 15 years old back in the day, excited to watch wrestling on the day it comes out. Like I felt back when I was 15, <laughs> WCW versus Monday Night Raw Wars. So, I mean, I don't know. Maybe it's just fan service for us that's 30 plus. But I got to tell you right now, man, there's lots of good shit to watch with wrestling. It's not just WWE. I yeah. feel like WWE coming up has got AEW upon trying to cross them T's, dot them I's, come out the box with shit. Now, I ain't got access, but I got impact. And one minute, I mean impact. I mean DJ impact. And everything he said thus far, I've gone back and looked at it, and they've been on fire. They've been consistent. Impact is doing – they're doing great stuff. I, I, I won't lie. It's I wish sometimes that they could be back in that day where they, you know, had that – bigger audience and that sort of DNA days. Yeah, you know, but at the same time, you know, it's 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 more of an intimate uh setting and I'll take it. At least they are they are not treat the good thing is they're not treating themselves like they are second hand or third wheel. You know, they know where they at, but mm-hmm. they don't do they don't have their writing or their or their wrestlers are performing in that way. They're doing as if they're the number one <laughs> company out there. And I think doing that is it, it says a lot, you know. Uh, it, it it makes it for those that are able to watch it and keep up with it. It makes them uh, excited in entertainment to want to continue. Uh, listen, I don't I don't order many uh, shows on Fight TV at all, but the majority of the ones that I've have ordered, and there's been three this year, they've been Impact Wrestling, and they've been really great. Just being able to uh, to watch them, you know what I mean, and see what they do. So and for, and bound for glory, I most likely will order that one too. You know, just because I I like what they're doing. But I'll say this, and I'll leave it there. Mm-hmm. I don't know Triple H intimately as a human being, but I am somebody that picks up the pieces throughout time and see consistency. And the one thing that he's been consistent on is he, unlike Vince McMahon, which has been documented, watches other products, watches other superstars waiting and biding his time for hey you know what i would i really like him i like what he's doing right now in this promotion man if he ever's come up a contract i'm going to put it out there this is stuff that business one-on-one maybe might not be people but opportunities do you see what i'm saying because when a thousand doors open two hundred thousand more open do you see what i'm saying and and, and i'm telling you that's well, what I'm looking for. The one last thing I'll say, and then we'll move over to our last segment. One of the things I, I used to say back when, um, and you guys maybe remember this, when Jade first popped up on AEW, I would just always say, you know, Triple H is just keeping in his eye on her. Now, I know that we've talked about just how green she, that he looks, although she's gotten a lot better than what it was when she first, uh, first started. Still, there's some work to be done, but I think – I think where Triple H may do a lot better because if she if he was a grabber first she's going to uh, NXT she's not coming oh, straight up dominant. to yeah and I think when she really gets the work that they have her doing in NXT she's going to be that that dominant type of uh, star that we was hoping we really could see in AEW um, that's just how I feel about that I've always just felt at least with anybody out of all the roster of stars. She might be the one he's just kind of, hmm, I'm just going to kind of wait till she gets her season through AEW and then I'll grab her, throw her in NXT, and then make her well, a, a, a star, a huge. Well, shit. Look what Triple H did to Mandy Rose. Let's be real. Let's call <laughs> a spade a spade. 
her ass looked pretty impressive versus uh, Zoe Starks in the last couple of match. Now she's not top of the scale like we would like, but compared to what she was like two years ago, let's yeah. be real. Yeah. Carmella right. need ass need to go back over to NXT. <laughs> I'll just I'll leave it there at that one. All right, here we go. Uh, best in show. So quickly for me, it was a toss-up between SmackDown and NXT Heat Wave. I, I'm going to give the edge to NXT. Uh, I told you the Giovanni match, I uh, which was Camelo, I enjoyed. Uh, uh, Diamond Mine, hmm, what's up with uh, Roderick, uh, <laughs> Roderick there being uh, tossed out there? But got a chance to see the new group Gallus pop out. Uh, Cora J, Roxanne Perez, I thought was a cool match. The D, Tony D'Angelo, Santo Escobar, another great match. Um, you mentioned just a second ago the Zoe Starks and Mandy Rose. It was, To me, I just thought it was um, just by a tad bit that they got the lead uh, over. But uh, SmackDown was right there uh, as well. So I have it there. Simon Street, what about for you? Man, I'm going to go with the shocking one. But my reasons for this, I'm picking Raw. The reason why is this is the first time in a very long time I watched Raw live without skipping through anything from start to finish and a lot of that is due to ko and drew that shit was fire it was fire and some of the other matches was not bad at all i mean i mean something i mean like like even like judgment day which sometimes i'd be kind of like all right i'm gonna go grab my some popcorn because you know they be saying some bullshit but outside of that <laughs> to be honest yeah <laughs> Um, but 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 even like uh, you know some of the matches that wouldn't have been that great you know the Alexa Bliss, um, Oscar you know going against Dewdrop and Nikki A Ash that wasn't too bad shit Miz and Champa uh, versus Mustafa Ali and Cedric Alexander that was good you see what I'm saying mm -hmm. uh, you know again the Riddle and Seth as we talked about earlier but then in that United States Championship Bobby Lashley and AJ Styles that was fire too it was almost like yeah. We're going to find people who can go the longest of the matches. And they pick the right people who could do that. And then you had Theory, Theory and Dolph Ziggler, which I really, to me, it's like young Dolph versus old Dolph. Because they almost, <laughs> I'm being real, because yeah, that's yeah. what it looked like. And yeah. that shit was fire too. You know, so yeah. again, I'm giving my edge to Raw because I ain't never and not never in a long ass time watch Raw from start to finish. Because yeah. I was like, in my 20s nice stuff all right sin city man so although it was closer this week than it has been in other weeks mm -hmm. aew dynamite okay um from the promo to kick off the show to that killer two out of three falls match um which i mean that two out of three falls match went at a half hour by itself so realistically that was right there the first hour of the show um very very solid stuff elsewhere you had uh the gun club winning in a squash <laughs> over the varsity blondes um i don't yeah. personally agree with you know that fact but you know the impending turn now you've got the guns going with stokely hathaway uh, as they turned heel on billy and billy uh you know gets rescued by the acclaimed so now the uh, the scissor me daddy ass is back. Um, <laughs> Jesus, yeah, yeah. Uh, sounds horrible. And, and then that that trios match to end the show. Um, I think that it was a very very solid show, and quite frankly, it, Dynamite is one of the more entertaining shows consistently week in and week out. 
I just wish they could get that same formula for Fridays and Rampage. Yeah. Good stuff, man. All right, everyone. Thank you for hanging out with us. That uh, concludes here our wrestling talk. We are about to jump into our three count. If you are watching us live, just uh, be prepared for that notification to come through. The best way to get that notification is to make sure you're following us on YouTube, on Facebook, on Twitch. And when it uh, pops up, you just join us. We would love to have you on. Throw your comments in the box. We'll try to get it in as we see fit. All right. So until then, thanks for hanging out with us. Uh, we'll be back next week. We should have Matt Michaels with us. We'll, uh, he won't be suspended again. We're going to uh, indie wrestling shows, but we'll let, him, uh, we'll let him back in. All right, for next week. Until then, though, we will see you. Take care. Happy wrestling. Biggest bad boys of podcasting.